It is the 27th of May, 2021, and I'm broadcasting from you on behalf of Knuckle Up Media, and boy, do we have another great interview here for you. The heavyweights are here, and it's none other than top BKFC heavyweight Bobo O'Bannon, the Bible Belt Brawler, who joins me on the show. Without further ado, let's bring him in right away. Hey, Bobo, good to meet you. Hey, man, good being here, my buddy. How you doing? I am doing fantastic. I, I was really looking forward to this interview, Bobo. Huge fan. It's a pleasure you covering sir. your career as a broadcast journalist. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. So let's, uh, if you don't mind, Bobo, let's get right into it. Uh, the first thing I noticed uh, as, a, as a fan of yours is how sharp and polished you looked with your weapons in your most recent outing. I have got to know. You looked it was a different look in there. It was a great look. Can you talk about this new trainer that you've hitched up with? Uh, how did you guys uh, meet up? Yeah, man, uh, with Boxer Tricks, Jason uh, Williams, you know, he's over in the UK and Wales over there. And uh, he, uh, after my Arnold Adams fight, he got with me and he was like, uh, or actually I think it was a little bit before my Arnold Adams fight. You know, he got with me. He was like, hey, man, you know, I'd like to... Uh, work with you via FaceTime and I train with you. He said, I've got several folks that are doing FaceTime through my gym because, you know, COVID lockdown and everything and all the restrictions over there. He said, I've actually got some new clients and uh, this is before and after a video of them over a course of a year. He said, you know, uh, how, how would you feel about doing it? Dude, I was in the middle of typing this man a message to say no and uh, I got a feeling. And so uh, I sat there and I prayed about it for a few minutes. And I was like, all right, Lord, you know, uh, it, I got a calm feeling while I was praying about it and got a, like, a kind of nudge forward. And so I was like, okay, well, let's see what it's all about. So I deleted, had to delete my whole two-page reason why I wasn't going <laughs> to do it with a message. And uh, we, uh, we went straight to work, man. And uh, it's amazing the things that this guy can teach, you know, over FaceTime. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd love to be able to be here with him hands-on, you know, and uh, be, see see what all I could learn then. But it was all on Jason reaching out to me and, you know, him uh, him wanting to, uh, you know, get in America and seeing me, seeing me fight. And uh, he's, seen, he's seen the Adams fight. No, he's seen the Shoemaker fight. And then mm -hmm. uh, he went back and started watching my other fights and got on YouTube a little bit. And he was like, man, I, I think I can, you know, help this old boy out. So that, uh, that's what has happened. And you've seen the results of five weeks of working together is what it was. Right. And, yeah, uh, that's we, uh, you're, you, you have a very unique uh, career because basically from from the start of your bare knuckle career, you've been fighting elite talent. Only in your most recent outing did you kind of get a chance to have just like a fun fight with a newer guy. Uh, you're, you usually are fighting assassins on the same level as yourself. So it, it was it was a lot of fun to to see the matchmaking kind of line up for everybody and you getting a chance to showcase your new skills look man i i'm uh i'm my worst critic all right so uh the deal with me is, is uh i'm you know, i'm confident in, my, in myself as a person but uh as far as as an athlete goes you know it's kind of nah 
you know, I'm not really, you know, I'm just some simple old country boy, man. I I don't got no business being on this big stage on no pay-per-view television fighting these big name guys. And so, uh, you know, I'm, I get in there with Sam, shoot, whenever BKFC first started, man, I went to research and Sam Shoemaker and freaking uh, Arnold Adams was the first two I see on there, man. You know, they was like, um, in in my mind, they was like rock star status, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm just, like I say, just some simple old country boy, you know. I just I wake up and go to work every day, work 40, 50, 60 hours a week and uh, make a decent living. And that's how I live my life. And these guys are fighting, you know, professionally fighting on TV. And uh, in my mind, that's just bigger than life, man. And, you know, and then all of a sudden here I am in the ring with those same guys that I just was starstruck over and everything. And I was. It's it's wild, man. It's a wild trip. So, what are these training sessions that you're doing virtually consist of? I was I gotta admit, Bobo, I was skeptical of virtual anything when the pandemic started. But then you heard even guys like UFC featherweight champion, former champion Max Holloway having a successful virtual training camp. So he, you know, back then he had it going. What are you doing uh, that that is like so clearly successful? Man, uh, there is a uh, footwork drill that we do. Uh, there's uh, there's a diagram that I had to lay out on the floor. And yeah. uh, he, he sent me dimensions of uh, what to lay the diagram out at. And so I got to, you know, we're dumb old Americans. We're on the standard system. So I had to convert the metric measurements over to the standard you know where i could lay everything out and uh, wow. i don't have a metric tape measure you know but uh I, I laid everything you know laid it all out on the floor and it's at the gym on on the floor uh the the diagram that he had me lay out and every single day we do different footwork drills on the diagram every single day we do uh seven rounds on on the uh on, on the diagram and then uh the punching bag i had to get a uh, a water bag you know, like the big, uh, big round uh, boat bumper things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. And this one, it's it's big. You know, I'm six foot three, got a seventy nine inch wingspan, and uh, it takes my arms to get all the way around it. You know, and uh, so, but uh, I've got it that we do different punch drills on. I've got my um, my heavy bag that we do different punch drills on. But everything is a drill everything nothing is just like okay well hit the bag for a bit let's see you hit the there's none of that everything is a drill there's certain punches called dude he's got a number uh calling system that he does to where like there's eight numbers and each number represents a different punch or combination yep my buddy let me tell you something now when you start going through these combinations and all he's just calling out random numbers and then the trick of it is is he can call out three different numbers which would be the same exact thing if he would have just said this one number so you you using your mind and you know trying to throw the punches and man i hope i got that right (laughs) you know so i mean it, it what he's doing is he's teaching you to think while you're tired you know, to actually think about your punches. And when you're actually thinking about your punches, uh, you can land 68% of them, you know? Yeah. And so as as this last fight just showed. But, uh, 
You know, it, man, it's, and according to him, we've barely begun to break the ice on what we're going to do on the amount of stuff that we're doing and uh, the drills that he has and everything. And so it, we've barely, what you saw the other night was uh, a barely breaking the ice for Bobo. So I'm, I'm excited to see exactly how, how far I'm able to progress. Another thing is, uh, I don't know how, I didn't mean to do this, it was not on purpose, but generally I'll, uh, I, I have to drop 20, 25 pounds from my fights, and then within three weeks of the fight being over with, I'll be 15, 20 pounds heavier again, you know. Not yeah. this time. This time my weight has stayed down, and uh, I'm, I'm actually uh, still lighter than when I uh, started training with Jason. And, uh, you know, of course, we'd been training for, like I say, four or five weeks, and yeah. uh and then all of a sudden, I get a call on a Monday. Hey, you want to come fight Friday night? <laughs> sure. Let me see if I can get off for vacation. Me, me yeah. and my wife have a rule. Whenever, uh, whenever, whenever God laid this fighting thing on on us on our heart, that uh, uh, we both felt like we was told that we can't say no to a fight. That uh, if if a fight is offered to us, if the promotion calls and offer us a fight, then the answer is yes. And uh, you know, I've. I've proven that so far, you know, whenever I, uh, fought, they, they called me for one fight. Hey, will you come fight this guy down in Tampa? Yeah, sure. And next day he called me, that guy fell out. Will you fight this guy down in Tampa? Yeah, sure. Uh, let me guess. You don't know either one of them guys, do you? Nope. Nothing about either one of them guys, but I'll fight them. I don't care. I'll figure it out. Then uh, that one fell through. The next day they called me again. I was like, hey, we want to put Mike Kyle in the main event. I was like, hey, yeah, man, that's awesome. You know, I hope yeah. y'all find somebody that, uh, you know, I want to put in there with him. Well, I was hoping you'd fight him. Really? <laughs> hey, yeah. Is Mike going to take the fight? Oh, I'm I'm sure he'll. Okay. Yeah. As long as you showed me a signed contract and I request the time off from work. And that was 10 days out from the fight that uh, I stepped in to fight Mike Kyle. Yeah, it's it's abundantly clear that you're you were in need of a little more structure and just a little more preparation in order to fully be as dangerous as you are as you are really. You getting to maximize your potential that way. That's wow. The heavyweights better watch out. You you're you're coming for them. You're coming for them. Yes, sir. I got a couple of vengeance deals there. You know, all in good fun. Look, man, I'm I'm a. <sighs> I'm going to say something. I hope you don't get upset over me saying it. But uh, my wife and I talked to Arnold Adams backstage after the fight was over with. That's a good dude. That's a good dude. I I like him. I I genuinely like him. That's that's a really good dude, man. He, he really is. But, uh, you know, I, him, uh, Sam Shoemaker, you know, all of them, man, any of them I've talked to seem like really good people, you know. Uh um, you know, Mike Kyle, we, we talked, you know, he was a cool dude. You know, I told him like at, after, after we stepped off the stage from the weigh-ins, I was like, Hey man, look, you do me a favor. You let my trainer take a picture of us. Like I'm, I want to sound, you know, stupid here or nothing, but I really am kind of a fanboy here. You know, I've yeah. been watching you on YouTube for years, you know? And, uh, so he, he took a picture with us, you know, his hands like this freaking wide. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, chisel at a stone weighing the same thing I'm weighing. I look like an old slop-eating hog, <laughs> you know, so. Well, you, you passed that, that good sportsmanship down. Uh, I, I heard that you had befriended, in a way, uh, Zach Kalmus after your guys' fight. Uh, what's the nature of your guys' relationship with these days, and is he doing okay last you checked? Man, last I checked, yeah, he's doing good. And uh, I checked on him every single day after the fight. I heard. To, uh, I told him, I, I said, look, dude, I said, I'm going to check on you every single day to make sure you're okay. I said, whenever I find out you're okay, I'll slack off a little bit. I'll stop being a little stalker, boy. I said, but until that time comes, every single day you're going to hear from me, and I'm going to make sure you're okay. Uh, I said, it, it, it's nothing against you. I'm not babying you or anything like that. I just, you know, I need to know that you're okay. I need to know that everything's going good with you. And then uh, he told me he was going to the doctor. He's having some trouble with his mouth or whatever, you know. His teeth had to have uh, two teeth pulled and cracked a plate in the top of his mouth. He said, yeah. dude, you're an extremely accurate puncher. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> thank you. But, you know, I didn't. It's like I told him. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you and everybody else watching this, and I told him, too. You know, my intention, I never, under any circumstances, do I ever want my opponent to receive injury. You know, I would rather be the one to receive injury than for my opponent to receive injury. Now, uh, hurt, I mean, that's, that's what this game's all about. You know, uh, making the man hurt bad enough to where he don't want to finish fighting. Uh, that's that's what we do. That's what we're in there for. That's the in entertainment side of it. You know, if we don't actually inflict pain of, upon each other, then who's going to come and watch two grown men hug on each other in a ring? You know, I mean. Right. Sure. So, so, you know, hurts cool. Hurts fine. But hurts where you can rub it. Oh, man, that sucks. You know, and walk away from it and be fine. But right. whenever I found out that he had to have a couple of teeth pulled so the plate in his mouth could heal, man, that broke my heart, man. And uh, I, I thought, I was like, dude, you know, please don't get frustrated with me, but I'm not going to stop contacting you until I know you're okay. And I and I did every single day. I'd, uh, you know, hit him on Facebook Messenger, text him, whatever, you know, called him a few times. We had a few different conversations. And I uh, made sure he was okay. And, you know, I still keep in touch with him a little bit here and there. We don't talk as much right now, you know. Uh, I've been crazy busy at work. <laughs> I've been yeah. crazy. But, uh, so, you know, I haven't hardly had time to do much of anything at work. And every time I look at my messenger, I've got like five or six hundred messages, you know. <laughs> so, it's, uh, but, uh, you know, I just, uh, man, I genuinely care about people. And, you know, that, that Zach, that's a good fella. I like him. I'm looking forward to seeing what he does. I'm, I told him I wanted to get in better shape and, uh, yeah. you know, and get ready and come in here because I feel like he's got what it takes to beat a lot of these guys. I, I, I think that um, he's definitely got the potential to get some very good wins in there because he's got the heart of a lion uh, I, I feel like if he makes adjustments to his defense, or even any kind of defense, honestly, <laughs> I think he'll do very well. I think that was a major fundamental flaw in his game plan with you. Was there? It was a, he was all offense and just trying to entertain, which is great. He mission accomplished, but I think that's what factored in his demise. Yeah, yeah, I, I can agree with that a little bit. You know, he, then again, at the same time. From watching my films of any one of my previous fights, who 
you're coming out there like that. You're right. No, you're, you're absolutely right. That's very true. Bobo, tell me, I'm curious. Uh, there's uh, there's two paths that a fighter could take, really. There's kind of the path of the super fighter where you're just taking fun fights regardless of a title. But then there's also championship aspirations. Uh, which path are you on, Bobo? Do you have your mindset on the belt or are you just trying to fight? Man, look, it's kind of difficult. Uh, <laughs> and I'll tell you why, man. Uh, uh, the reason why is, uh, you know, we're, we're obviously doing this because uh, when I say we, I'm talking about me and my wife. We're obviously doing this because we feel like, you know, God has called us to it without that, you know, wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that. She told me before we got married that she wouldn't get married to no fighter. So if I felt like I need to fight again, she need to let me know so we can uh, go ahead and end things. So uh, I was like, All right, I'll walk away from fighting. So, you know. For God to change her heart on that, you know, for her heart to be changed on that, it had to have been God, period. Um, she has major health issues and major yeah. medical bills. I think she told me uh, the other day we're down to about $560,000 in medical debt. So, uh, you know, honestly, truth be told, if, uh, if that belt pays me more money, then I'll go for that belt. If fighting these big names that they sign pays me more money, I'll do that. You know, uh, it it doesn't matter either way. Um, you know that whenever you see my name on the card, you're going to get an exciting fight, whether it's me getting the fire beat out of me or somebody else, or we like with Zach and uh, 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 Mike Kyle, we just yeah. beat crap at each other you know then my first fight it's on youtube it's not even on the app but uh i fought troy beats you know man we just beat the crap at each other for almost four rounds you know and yep. uh matter of fact listen this, this is crazy that guy come to me and apologized to me troy beats come to me after the fight and apologized to me he said dude i'm sorry what are you sorry for he said i should have let you get your knockout do what he said, yeah, man. He said, all I know is I woke up in the ring. He said, and there was uh, somebody in there with us, and it was obviously you had tape on your hands, so I knew I was fighting. He said, I just told him to give me a second. I needed a minute to catch my breath. He said, I thought I was sparring. I didn't know I was in a fight. I'm like, dude, you're too much like me, man. <laughs> It'd be something I'd say. That's really funny, Bubba. That, that, that's, that's, see, I love hearing these behind-the-scenes uh, tales that the fans don't get to hear on the pay-per-view. I love it. Oh, so, man, it, it's fun, dude. It's funny. There's so much stuff that's happened. Let me tell you another one real quick. I'm sorry I'm cutting yeah. you off just a second. Mike Kyle, was back, Mike Kyle was backstage. At the, uh, we was, backstage was all in one big locker room, and um, Mike Kyle's freaking out. I mean, he's, like, going off on something over the hand wraps. I don't remember exactly what it was, but my hands was wrapped a little bit differently than what his hands was wrapped. And he was coming in there explaining it to him. I mean, he was, he was going off and, uh, the commissioner was saying, no, 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 no we're doing it. And, uh, I said, hold on. I said, can I ask a question? He said, sure, son. I said, uh, does he have time to rewrap his hands the way that he wants to? He said, well, yeah, but I said, well, it's okay with me. If he wraps his hands the way that he's wanting to wrap them, 
because I wouldn't want to punch my head uh, with the way they're at right now. I said I would rather him wrap on where he's comfortable, where we'll both be comfortable out there, put on a good fight. I said uh, that that would mean more to me if you let him uh, rewrap his hands where they feel good. And dude, he went instantly. He was like, you know, and uh, like respect, and uh, that that was it. He stopped and went over there, and they rewrapped his hands real quick. But uh, I, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Man, Mike Kyle's a beast, too. That was a great fight, I got to say. Oh, yeah. The dude, 20 seconds in, has got me on the canvas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, he, he's always been known as a dude that puts his foot on the gas. So that was, again, fantastic matchmaking, putting you Definitely. together. Definitely. So, uh, Bobo, I'm also, along with BKFC, I'm a huge fan of BKB over there in Great Britain. You're tr- I understand that your trainer trains some of that roster over there. I wanted to know if you've had a chance uh, to watch some of those cards, because I, I truly think oh, BKB, man. they're really onto something. Yeah, 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 definitely, man. I uh, I was watching those cards back when I was a fan dude. I was like fanboy. I'm telling you, like every time I every time I seen this guy on the screen with hammer tattooed down the middle of his back, I had to click on it, and watch his fights. I was just, I was like, man, that this dude is awesome, man. I I, I just like the way he fights, and yeah. I start watching him so I could pick up, you know, pick up the way he was doing and try to pick up the things he was doing. Obviously, I'm not very good at it and didn't pick it up very well, but uh, you know, I uh, I just watching it. Josh Burns, you know, now he yep. comes over here. Dude, me and Josh, we talk freaking two, three, four times a week. Sometimes we'll we'll go every day sending messages. And, uh, I mean, he's a super, super good dude, man. Super cool dude. Uh, yes, he is. But, you know, we, we talk a lot. And, uh, you know, uh, but, I guess I watched the uh, BKB, and there, there was several other fighters, man. There was this uh, guy, Dan Larrell, that I was watching. L-A-R-W-E-L-L, you know, and yeah. I was watching him. I was like, man, okay, so I'm sorry. I mean, no offense by what I'm fixing to say. But Dan's one of the guys, you look at him, he's like, oh, man, he's like, uh, you know, a decent-looking fella, you know. Yeah. And uh, you just look at him, and there's like, this is the part where I'm sorry about. I don't mean no offense, but there's no intimidation to him. You know, he don't look intimidating. He he just doesn't look like a fighter. Some people look like they might be fighters, like Mike Kyle. And then yeah. some people like me and Dan, we just don't really, you know, fit the role of a fighter kind of guy, you know. And I, I just looked at him. I was like, man, oh, man, this is pissing me bad. And it was bad for the other guy. I said, oh, my goodness, this baby can throw hands. And, uh. So uh, I I become a fan of him now. Uh, the way the world works, uh, Jason Williams, the guy who was training me with boxer tricks, also trains Dan Larwell. And yep. uh, so it, you know, I just thought that was cool, man. It just the way everything you know comes around full circle. I thought that was pretty cool. But uh, I'm the, the British bare knuckle box, like we play baseball and football over here in America, yeah. they're just, they're so natural at it, so it's fun to watch. Yeah. They're about like uh, about like Cubans in the fact that when there's nothing else to do, hey, let's beat each other up, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
And uh, and and I said I'd hung up with a couple of Cuban guys at a fight, and they was like, "Oh man, we grow up fighting, you know. And we there's nothing else to do. We'll fight, and there's nothing right. to do. So, you know, they was always fighting or playing baseball. They said, and uh, so I was like, "Man, that's that's pretty cool." Yeah, it's a, a very com- very very common in working class settings over in Europe. That's it, it, fascinating. So let me ask you this. Uh, one of the things that drew me to the promotion is in the title fights, uh, in the world title fights, they do seven rounders. I personally think that's freaking bananas, Bobo. Uh, tell me, would you go in with an adjusted game plan if you knew you had to fight a fight that had the potential of lasting seven rounds? Or would you just go in there like standard Bobo O'Bannon? Oh, man, no. one way to fight. I am learning a new way to fight with Jason, but I'm giving it that old Bobo twist, you know. Uh, my my father is half Hispanic, and uh, what I found out is I don't have any of the looks. I got a pale skin complexion, but I got this thick mop of hair here, and uh, I got a hard-headed mindset. Even whenever I was little, man, I was always hard-headed. You could never tell me nothing. I'm going to do what I want to do. And if you tell me I can't do something, like, hey, you can't pick that up. Well, I probably couldn't until you said that. Now I'm going to make sure I get it up off the ground. <laughs> I'll pick it up over my head if you want me to, you know. And uh, so I, as far as that goes, man, I just uh, seven rounds compared to five. It was two more rounds. You know, I yeah. mean, if, if you're not in shape for five rounds, then, you know, why are you even in there? And if you are in shape for five rounds, then what's two more? Right. No, that's that's a, that's a great point. And uh, Elvin Brito, of all people, uh, BKFC welterweight, he actually said something kind of similar, and he's an advocate of it. I don't think it's going to happen because promotions don't typically change their rules uh, midway or a quarter of the way through. But it's a very interesting idea, thinking about seven rounds of bare-knuckle fighting. That, what a blood fest that could get. Yeah, that'd be that'd be fun. That'd definitely be fun. You know, I uh, whenever I very first started training for it, it was a weird little story. I won't get into all that. But whenever I very first started training for Barry Knuckle, I was over in Pensacola training with Roy Jones Sr. and uh, Elvin wow. Brito was over there training with them. And uh, I I met Elvin over there, and I got to know him a little bit over there. Yeah, if if you ever want to. Um see what the perfect bare knuckle jab looks like look no further than Brito. he's got the best one of the best jabs in the entire promotion he's he's a technician oh yeah no doubt no doubt but uh uh i'm the the stuff i've been working on um i'm just is See, this, this is the kind of stuff that I want to hear, and that leads into my next question. When do we get to see the Bible Belt Brawler next? Have you had a, a, a session with your team talking about it yet? Um, there's been some conversation. Um, I'm not sure I'm allowed to say anything yet or not. Sure. But uh, at, in, in, towards the end of the summer... Well, uh, we'll be looking at something. Perfect. Uh, I, I would, man, look, dude, I'm a blabbermouth. I supposed to spill the beans anyways, but I don't know if I'm allowed to say anything. I don't know if I can say anything or, you know, whatever. No, but, of course. Uh, End of the for, summer will suffice for now. 
<laughs> yeah, the, the the hottest month of the summer, something like that. And uh, there, there's some maybes going on. So Okay. So it's good to hear that you got some options, Bobo. That's, that's fantastic. Yes, yes. And, and look, a time to train for a fight. What is that? <laughs> yeah, some time to train. Go figure, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Instead of 10 days, 9 days, 10 days, 4 days. <laughs> yeah. I no, might have time I... to prepare for somebody. Moving forward, I think as much as possible, go with the full camp as much as possible. I, I, yeah. I think that in the long run, that'll reward you. And see, that's the thing. And people talk about these fight camps and they're in training camp. And my training camp starts whenever I get off work. <laughs> you yeah. know, I, I'll wake up at five o'clock. No, yeah, five o'clock in the morning and uh, 4.45, five o'clock in the morning, go to work. I'm at work, clocked in, ready to go by six. Yep. And, uh, and then, you know, we uh, sometimes we'll get off at 4.30. Sometimes, like today, it'll be 6 o'clock when we get off work. You know, and, I mean, you just you never know, man. You know, my style of work, my industry I'm in. And uh, you never, never know when you're going to get called in or, you know, have to drop what you're doing and go or, you know, whatever. And so um, I never know when I'm going to be able to train. It's very, very rare I'm able to set a schedule and uh, Mr. Jason, uh, they're six hours uh, later than us. So I get off work and am, and am, I'm in the gym. At, uh, I don't know why that was so hard to say. <laughs> but I'm in the gym. I'm FaceTiming him by about 5.15, which is 11.15 his time. And we'll generally uh, train to about 7, 7.30, and, uh, which, you know, is what, 1 o'clock in the morning for him or so. And so... Uh, you know it's just it's a blessing that he's able to work with me and able to uh stay up that late and train with me you know yeah he clearly sees something in you that's worth investing in bobo as does the rest of the the fans that's for sure i got one one final question for you before i let you go on with your day it's uh it's a, a question about your division, the heavyweight division. There's a big title fight coming up. Joey Beltron's defending the strap against Sam Shoemaker, who you've tangoed with in the squared circle before. When you think about it, who do you think is going to emerge victorious? Man, I don't know. Look, <clears throat> I'm kind of torn because I got a whole bunch of ifs about it. If Joey comes in in real good shape and uh fights you know his fight and joey very well could come out victorious if he doesn't come in real good shape and sam fights the way that he fought against me it could go sam's way however uh sam also has been working on some new stuff and so you know if he comes in with some new stuff like what my new stuff looks like you know it could be a completely different ball game all the way around but man I, I don't i don't know i will say i'm excited to watch the fight because uh both of them seem you know joey comes forward period joey yeah. comes forward throwing punches to fight to make an exciting fight and uh what sam did with me sam came forward throwing punches if sam takes that fight to joey like that man there's no there's no telling uh you know what could happen there's really not you know and uh, Sam's a uh, power puncher. Joey's a volume puncher. You know, and yep. Joey can take a heck of a shot. 
So, you know, you never really know. And, and with them bare knuckles, you know, it's uh, it's solid punches. You know, you get hit one time in the right spot, like whenever I was fighting Sam and whenever I was fighting Arnold. Both times I get hit right there behind the ear, barely behind the ear. That's the spot I reckon. I, I don't know. But, you know, you, you get caught one time in the right spot, whatever your spot is, it can be the end of the night. And with us heavyweights, you know, we all have power of some sort, you know. And even Joey is regarded as a volume puncher, not a power puncher. I've never sparred with Joey or anything like that, but I guarantee you he's still got a punch that you don't want to get hit by. You know, we're right. just big guys. And so, uh, you know, with that being said, he's got the potential to, you know, to be able to drop somebody and knock somebody out. And then Joey's got a really, really terrific finisher. So if he does land that punch and drop him, then he's got, uh, you know, he ability to go in there and finish it quickly. So, uh, I really don't know, man. I, I hate to say who's going to win. I never, I never, you never hear me say, oh, this guy's going to win. Or this guy's going to I think both of them have the potential to win. <clears throat> I think, I, I know Joey's got the experience. And Joey's been there in these fights before. And, uh, you know, so if I had to lean one way, maybe Joey's way with the experience. Only because I don't know how Shoemaker's going to handle, you know, Oh, now he's gonna handle being on that big stage, you know, with all eyes yep. on him, and you know, being in the dance, you know. So, yeah, uh, it, it, as far as who's gonna win it, man, it's hard to call. I I won't call it, but uh, I can see potential for both of them. I really can. You know, we're like I said again, we're heavyweights, man. Uh, all it takes is one. Yep. Well, one thing's for sure. It's it's going to be a fantastic fight. They both have the potential to do great work that night. So I'm looking forward to watching it. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. I'm I'm looking forward to working my way back up to where I can get in the mix again. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Bobo, thanks for the time. Everybody, thanks so much for watching our interview. Give the video a like, subscribe to Knuckle Up Media, and on behalf of Knuckle Up Media, Knuckle Up. See you later, Bobo. Have a blessed one, sir. All right, Bobo. God bless. Thank you, sir. All right, everybody. So that was Bobo O'Bannon, BKFC heavyweight. What a chat that was. I'm a huge fan of him. He, he, is, uh, he is a warrior. And he means what he says, and he says what he does. I can't wait to see him at the end of the summer, says Bobo. So, all right, everybody, thanks for watching, and have a good rest of your day.